Hi, I'm Luann Botta, and I'm Marianne Crum. You know, lots of things may be in short supply these days, but hope doesn't have to be one of them. Join us for the next 30 minutes or so, and we'll remind you how you can live with unquenchable hope. Hi, everybody. Today, we're going to continue talking about how we handle rejection, because it's a part of life and even more a part of life now than it was 100 years ago. We and we talked last week about social media. And so I was going through my little points, because I always have points. And we only got through the first one. So I want to pick it up and talk about the kind of rejection that we feel when we really can't identify anything that we did wrong to cause somebody to reject us. Or yeah. we felt like we were really qualified for this job that we didn't get. Or yeah. we have been rejected because for whatever reason, someone else just doesn't think that we click. And we have to just decide that that's okay. Yeah. So what that led me to was studying a concept and a word in the Bible that I've always wanted to study. And I really want to actually do it in more depth at some point. But that word is favor. Yes. God can give us favor or he can not give us favor <laughs> with other people mm-hmm. for his reasons. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting that the word favor is in the Bible 145 times. Yeah, that's great. I didn't know that. I didn't either. And I didn't look up all 145 no, right. of them. So don't worry. <laughs> she has this look of panic in her <laughs> eyes like, oh, no. <laughs> One of the places that I had written down that it does appear is in First Peter. It says, For this finds favor, if for the sake of conscience toward God a person bears up under sorrows when suffering unjustly. Mm. For what credit is there if when you sin and are harshly treated, you endure it with patience? But if when you do what is right and suffer for it, and you patiently endure it, this finds favor with God. Yeah, that's good. So that is a different use of that word in that one of the ways that we please God is when we're rejected, when we're suffering unjustly, mm-hmm. we endure it. Yes. You know, we, we just recognize this is part of life and we go, we go ahead. We don't let it bind itself. We talked to last week about yes. binding and loosening and don't let that just get inside of us and take us down that terrible path yeah. that we talked about. I think a lot of times the response would have to be, Lord, you must not have wanted that. When we can come to that, that's a mature kind of thing because it'll keep you from going down that road. Yes. When you feel like, especially if you're rejected of a job, I've been rejected a few times from that as well. Mm -hmm. And you start thinking, oh my gosh, I'm not good enough. But recently when there's been, there's been rejection on some of the things I have been pursuing over Mm -hmm. the last couple of years, I'm thinking it's just not God's time. And yet that took me a long time to get there mm-hmm. because you keep thinking, wait a minute, I'm available. I can do this. I can do this. I can, I'm, I, I'm here for you, Lord. Right. But there's, there's still something I'm still learning, I suspect. And that's why some things haven't occurred. Yeah. Anybody that's done some writing and we both have, yeah. I have a whole file of rejection, <laughs> rejection <laughs> letters. You know, it's just part of it. Yeah, it is. But you grow from that because you're going to have to, or you're going to still keep feeling like, you know, I'm yeah, the or you'll of the just world. quit or you'll quit. Oh yeah. my goodness, or you'll quit. Yeah, that's and there the are big desires temptation. to quit. Yes. Right. How many great books are sitting in people's houses because mm-hmm. they got one rejection letter and quit? And said, you I'm know? not doing this. You right. read stories about like Gone with the Wind and different books mm-hmm. and how many rejection letters people got. Yes. I read something about John Grisham had so many rejections yes, before he got that. his first book published. You have to just be obedient 
and realize that the, the victory is in, I'm obeying God with this. It's up to him how it turns out. Yes. But I feel like he wants me to pursue this, so I'm going to do it. That takes time to get there and to say, Lord, it's your responsibility. You started this. You'll, you'll finish everything you start. Because we're doers. Like we're, we're people who want to get things done and we wrote this, so now let's go share it and right. all those kind of things. And I, I just, it's definitely... It's maturing when you can get to the place and say, okay, I'm not going to quit, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I'll trust you with what your time is. Yeah. And going back to this thing with favor, first of all, the most important kind of favor is the favor that we have with God because we're his children. Yes. When you think about it, your children get your first energy, your first time, Mm -hmm. all that stuff uh, before the kids down the block. And that's that's what we have with God. So once you've settled that, if you've Mm -hmm. accepted Christ Mm -hmm. as the payment for your sins, Mm -hmm. you've been reconciled to the Father, then you are in the family and you have his favor. So that's huge. That makes all the rejection that we might suffer from people a lot easier to take when you know that eternal thing has been settled. But... In the Bible, there are several examples where God gave people supernatural favor. Mm -hmm. And it's really cool. Like Daniel, when he and his friends wanted to eat a different diet, you know, Mm -hmm. and stick to the the Hebrew diet. And he was in Babylon and they wanted to fatten them up and serve Mm -hmm. them the same food the king ate. Right, Mm -hmm. right. But they couldn't do it because of the Jewish law. So God gave them supernatural favor with the head guy, the eunuch guy. Yes, yes. (laughs) You know him, the eunuch (laughs) guy. He was afraid to give them that. He was afraid to do it. Yeah, he was afraid. He was afraid because he thought they'd be... But God. Yeah. So see, God can can Mm -hmm. change people's heart to get them to do things they don't even want to do. Another example is when the Israelites were getting ready to leave Egypt after all the plagues and stuff, and the Egyptians loaded them down with gold and jewelry and all kinds of loot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And that didn't make any sense. Yep. Except that God did that. Yes. Joseph eventually, I mean, he suffered a lot of rejection. Mm-hmm. I mean, Joseph is like yes, he did. poster boy for rejection time. Yes. And again, mm-hmm. people betrayed him, let him down, but he found favor with Potiphar mm-hmm. to become like a head guy in his household. And then the Pharaoh, yes, he was second in command, in command. right? In Egypt. And he found favor in the jailer. He was in charge of yeah. everybody down in while he was in jail. Right. So he had favor. It's he like had great favor. Everywhere he went, yes. even though he suffered a lot of rejection. Yes. Sometimes, you know, we're quick to focus on the rejection. Right. When we look back through our lives, maybe it would be a great exercise. Just think about all the times you have gotten favor when you didn't think you were going to. That's or, good. Or it doesn't even make sense. Marianne, that's real good. That's a great assignment because I think if we sat down, if all of us just took, I I would say 15, 20 minutes, just quiet with your journal or with a piece of paper Mm -hmm. and just think about all those times you felt rejected, but then saw the favor of God over that. I know. I mean, I think about even how nervous I was to ask you about doing a podcast and I was so sure you were going to think I was just nuts (laughs) and didn't turn out that way. You said yes before I could even get the thing out. So I feel like that was God. Yeah. That that you would have jumped into this with somebody you barely knew. Yeah. So it is. There are a lot of examples in all of our lives if Mm -hmm. we really think about it. That's right. That God does still do this. Yes. He still opens doors. Before we started recording, Luann was just sharing some of the things God had been doing in her life and stuff coming out of nowhere. And it's just 
It's just, he can do that. He can do that's it. That's what's so exciting. I know. No, that's I'm getting all excited now. I threw my back out. Probably going to do it again. I'm bouncing around in my chair. But just to think about how he's always working behind the scenes. Very much so. And it doesn't have to be a huge thing. Mm-hmm. It can be a small thing. But mm-hmm. if we recognize that was him. I know. And that does make it real fun. I had a, I heard a message one time says, my daddy's working. Oh. It is a great message. Yeah. And how even though you don't feel it, don't see it, it's your daddy is working. And even... Sometimes when those doors close and he doesn't give us favor, that's Mm -hmm. still him because he doesn't want the wrong doors to open. Or maybe he knows it isn't the right time. There was a great quote from Lisa Turkhurst. Some of you are familiar Mm -hmm. with her writing and speaking. (laughs) She's gone through a really tough situation in her marriage. But this is what she said. She said, to be set aside is to be rejected. To be set apart is to be given an assignment that requires preparation. Sometimes we think we're being set aside Mm -hmm. and God's, he can't use us because Mm -hmm. this door closed. It was what I really wanted to do Mm -hmm. and the door closed. I give up. But what he's really saying is, no, I want to set you apart because I have more things I need to put in place. Yes. You know, either in your life or in this in relationship that thing mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. he's leading you into eventually. Yes. Yeah. That was good. So, that was good. So we're quick to think that's it. He's putting he's me on the been, shelf. I'm, I'm done. done. <laughs> yeah. We're Time so- to just go play golf. <laughs> yeah. And, and of- he's saying, no, keep pursuing me. Yes. Stay the time. course. Yeah. I'm very much in a mindset now of I'm just going to do today. His mercies are new every morning. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do today because the mercies are there to do it. And whatever he wants to do with that, he yes. can do. But I'm just mm-hmm. going to be obedient today. And mm-hmm. eventually some doors open. Yeah. I had to stop looking every, over my shoulder every two seconds to see how things were going to turn out. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to just get busy of doing other things. Yeah. And I do think, and I, I don't know if this fits in there, but I think there's seasons also. And I used to hate that. When someone said that things are a season and just people are for a season, oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, I hate that too. I hate that because I like people I and know. I like them to be in my life for a long period of time. Yeah. So when people say things are for a season, I hate it. I don't, I don't I do like too. that. No, I don't. But what I can accept... <laughs> Lord, the Lord's like, excuse me. But what I can accept is if he pulls you out of the environment, because that wasn't what he had for you. Right. Not that all those coworkers and everybody still couldn't be a part of your life. Yeah. But that maybe you just weren't going to be a part of that job It'd anymore. It'd be a different way. Yeah. It could feel like a rejection, but that at the same time, you know, God, he's got something else for you yeah. and it may not be for that situation. So that's yeah. where the seasons I think come in. I don't like that thing about friends are just for a season because I have a ton of friends. I just like people. I might have a block of very, very close friends mm-hmm. who I've confide in, but I, I have a lot of other friends. Right. We all have a limited capacity. We can't be close to a thousand people at the same oh, time, yeah, and even Jesus. And, and you wonder, the other people that were his disciples that weren't in the top three, yeah. <laughs> Peter, James, and John, yes. what is, did they think? Like, why didn't I get to go see the transfiguration? How come oh, he's not yeah. taking me up the mountain? <laughs> now, sure, they've experienced they that rejection in the Very same way so. that we often can feel rejected if we're not picked to do mm-hmm. something at church or yes. we're not asked to do this or that. And other people are. It's mm-hmm. really easy to get in that mindset when all along Jesus just knew, I have to really download all of my truth yes. into these three mm-hmm. and then into these 12 and mm-hmm. then let them go. 
And let them do and, it. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, even when you said that, the first thing that came to my mind, because I used to hate that as a teacher, I was a gym teacher for quite some time and I had the little kids for a while. And I was so aware of rejection that mm-hmm. they feel when you pick them on a team. Yes. So I never mm-hmm. let them do that. I would never let the two captains pick their people. Pick their people. Or if that happened as they got older, when it came down to like six people, the uh-huh. last six, I said, okay, you're going over there, you go over there. I never let it go down to That's the last good. two people. That's good. Oh, no, because you can see their face. They're frightened. Oh, I know. It's- they are frightened to be rejected. And when you do that at a small age and you don't understand that, that's how I think we just become adults that yeah. feel rejected. That's that binding Yes. That binding and loosing thing we talked about last week. If you didn't hear that podcast, go back and listen last week because that binding and loosing thing could change your life. But those are the kind of lies that can get in there as a kid. As a kid. I'm always going to get picked last. Mm -hmm. I'm such a loser. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, when I think about it, I get sick to my stomach because I could just see their faces. I'm like, oh my gosh, I would never let you feel this. So I would say, okay, let's you go over there. That wasn't what no, we were no, talking but, about, you know, but that was No, I did have a scripture that actually uh, next in my notes that it goes along that line because we have to realize that sometimes, I mean, we live in a fallen world and people will reject us for very superficial reasons, yeah. but God isn't like that. And I was thinking about when Samuel had to go and anoint the next king because mm. uh, Saul it was being removed from Saul. Yes. And so he lined up all uh, of David's brothers. Mm-hmm. And this is what it says in First Samuel. Samuel 16, verse 7. But the Lord said to Samuel, and he's talking about David's brothers that had been paraded out there. Do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Again, we, we mentioned last week about how important it is in this to really bind to your heart Mm -hmm. the acceptance of the Lord Mm -hmm. and know that he does not judge us the way people do. And sometimes people can be cruel. Yes, very. superficial and goes on all the time. But to always go back to, yes, but I know Uh what God says about me. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm going to take to my heart. Yes, very good. I also wanted to read a verse. So if you're in a situation right now where you're going through a rejection of some sort, I just came across this when I was looking up verses. Um, Psalm 188, verses 5 through 9, it just seemed to me like we're very comforting. (laughs) So if you're in that place, this might be a good passage for you to look up. Psalm 188. From my distress, I called upon the Lord. The Lord answered me and set Mm. me in a large place. Mm. The Lord is for me. I will not fear. What can man do to me? It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. I love that idea of how God, even in our rejection, can take us and set us in a large place because we can get in that mind funk Mm -hmm. and it feels like, but that was my only chance, and they rejected me. Oh, yes. No I'll one else will ever love again. me again. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. You know, I can imagine that if your husband comes in one day and says, I'm done, I don't love you anymore, you have a hard time believing that anyone else is ever going to love you Correct. again. Yes. But, but this idea of him setting us in a large place mm-hmm. to me says, I've got a million options out there for That's you. That's exactly right. Just because this one person rejected you or this job didn't happen. That's right. 
That's not the only thing. He's unlimited. Yeah, that's exact. That's such a good scripture. I memorized that a long time did ago. You? Of that course you did. A, that's such a, because I can't remember the references. I'm like, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. As soon as you started saying it, I so, was finishing it in my heart. That is very powerful. And the Lord is for me. That's the kind of stuff we need yes, to bind to our heart. That's right. It reminds me of the blessing, the song, the blessing by Carrie Job and those mm-hmm. guys. They say over and over, he is for you. He is for you. He is for you. I, I love a that song. A million times. And yes. that just gets in there. It does. It just, you can feel it. Mm-hmm. He is for you. He is for you. When we talked about binding and loosing, that's exactly what we're talking about. Yes. Look at verses like this. Yes, right. Bind that in your heart. So Take when it. that voice says that's to right. you that you're done, mm-hmm. no one's going to love you. You're not going to ever get That's right. You won't get this opportunity again. Or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Nope. He's put me in a large place. My options are unlimited. That's so good. Darian, yeah. that's really a great scripture to pull out there. Okay. Now we're <laughs> jumping into something a little less fun. We're, but no, so sometimes we're rejected <laughs> because we have actually done offensive things. Oh, to someone. To someone else. Yes. Like they reject us because we're acting like a jerk. Yes. You know, we're not going to spend a lot of time on this one, but it is important. If you're in a relationship that suddenly kind of blows up and, mm-hmm. you know, you find yourself rejected, take the log out of your own eye. You know, the yes. scripture in Matthew where Jesus mm-hmm. says, before you start picking the splinters out of the other guy's eye, yes. and obviously there are sometimes you haven't done anything wrong, but it's always good to take yeah. account. Yeah. I think we probably all have rejected people. Whether he meant to do it or not. We've been or, the rejecter and the rejectee. Yes. So, and I think, again, I would rather the person come to me and tell me that mm-hmm. so that we can clear the air because I, I don't think any of us ever intend to do that right. unless you intend to do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think you're right. I think that's one part that you check your heart and how are you treating somebody? How are you responding to something you don't like about them or whatever? And really, First Corinthians 13 is a wonderful... Oh, yes. Chapter to go to and use as your sort of checklist. Have I been patient with them? Have I been kind? Have I been willing to bear and believe and endure? Have I acted unbecomingly or Mm -hmm. been too easily provoked? All those words are coming out of 1 Corinthians 13. Have I been jealous? Have I been arrogant? Have I been selfish? Mm -hmm. Am I holding a grudge? Mm -hmm. All those things. Whether you're the person who's rejecting someone or you are on the receiving end of it. Yes. It's good to go through that and just say, maybe I've done something. You know, maybe we let's let's make this right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's where <clears throat> arrogance would come if a person doesn't think they they have done something wrong when they know there's a breach yeah. in that situation. Mm-hmm. And I think it takes two people to come together and say, look, either we fix this or yeah, or we let it go. And I don't know. Sometimes God doesn't want that, but we're not willing to fix it. Mm-hmm. So I think it, this could be in all kinds of things. And even with their kids, you know, kids can be tough. And they can be tough on their parents. Yep. And you can feel rejected by your kids, very oh, much yeah, so. Yeah, you can. And you can feel like they have chosen somebody else's advice over yours right. or all kinds of stuff. So I think it, that all hurts. And and that reminds me of a good thing to kind of mention here, because my kids are older, you know, and on their own and married and have kids of their own. But I think as your kids are leaving the nest, mm-hmm. you have to decide, I am not going to interpret their independence as rejection. Yeah. We raise them mm-hmm. to live independently from us. Yes. And yes, we want to maintain the relationship with them, but you can't be easily hurt because that's part of the process. Mm-hmm. Even as there are teenagers, all of a sudden they want to spend more time in the room. And oh, yeah. you know, as a parent, you're thinking, why don't they want to be out here with us anymore? Yeah. That's yeah. part of their needing to separate a little yes. bit. 
And we all did it. Yeah. We, we did, did it when it's we were kids. It's a natural, normal thing. Yes. But as a mom in particular, you can start taking it personally mm-hmm. and create rejection that isn't there. No, that's right. So okay. that's free from an old mom. <laughs> okay. Uh, the next one, we're rejected because we want something that God knows isn't best for us, whether mm-hmm. that's a relationship mm-hmm. or, I mean, we can really invest mm-hmm. our hearts in something that we think Oh, this is perfect. He's the perfect guy or she's the perfect Mm -hmm. woman. This is the perfect job. Mm -hmm. God sees the bigger picture. Yes, he does. And it's heartbreaking because we invest a lot of our emotions in it. And then he closes that door. But here's a great quote. And I don't know who said it, but you could easily turn it into a rap song if you're so inclined. Okay. (laughs) A rap song? (laughs) Human rejection can be God's protection. Oh, I agree with that. Absolutely. We take it as all this negative and God is thinking, girl, I I am am. saving you. (laughs) Your scrawny neck. Yeah, that's right. No, I agree with that. I completely agree with that. I I feel like I've been through that. Um, Looking back, you see that God had said, okay, I'm taking you. You're out. And yes, and it hurt, but I knew it. In the moment, it's by faith. You yes. believe that this is going to be better. This yes. is him protecting me. Yes. It's just like a, a little kid and a parent. Yes, you correct. Know, we, they, we can't understand the decisions that God is making sometimes. Yes. But in retrospect, it becomes clear. Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6, you know, great passage. Most of us have memorized that one. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And this is the key phrase. Do not lean on your your own own understanding. (laughs) In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. I mean, there's tons of verses like that. That's part of our calling as believers is to trust. That's right. And our faith pleases him. So in those moments of rejection, it takes great faith to say, okay, Okay, Father, I trust you. Yes. I had written this down too. I said, you're not unwanted, you are chosen. You're not unloved, you are to die for. Mm -hmm. You are not alone, you are his. And so when you're feeling unloved, it's not, you're not unwanted. So when you say I'm unwanted and I'm, no, you're chosen. You're not unloved, you might think you are and you feel it, you are to die for which is what he did. Mm-hmm. And then so often when people feel alone, you're not alone, you're his. Yeah, it lies. all comes down to him. We are chosen. He, we were worth dying for. Yeah. And we're his. And that great promise, the great plaque verse in Jeremiah 29, 11, for oh, yes. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give mm-hmm. you a future and a hope. Mm-hmm. So those, those are the things that you need to tell yourself. That's right. I need to tell myself. Mm-hmm. And that's the hope when you feel in that kind of rejection. That hope is to say, you know what, God, you have a plan. You said that it is good. You said, and you could even use just that scripture that you just read that yeah. everybody and their grandmother knows. They know that one. Mm-hmm. And um, Jesus wept. And, and, <laughs> no, in John three sixteen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Everybody knows those two. I know the plans I have for you. Okay, Lord, you know the plans. This hurts. I'd rather have been doing this, but I don't know what you have planned, but I'm going to believe and trust, there you go, that you're going to lead me in the correct way. You're not here to confuse my life. You're here to complete the purpose of why you have me here. Yeah. yeah. And we have to be at that place. That starts to, what do you do when you're pulling off, like the, you cut the, the cords of a bomb? That starts to diffuse. It starts to diffuse. <laughs> it starts yeah, to diffuse. I just did that yesterday. <laughs> I watched too many NCIS. <laughs> You're diffusing yes. that voice of rejection. Yeah, that's right. And if we're going to write a rap song, <laughs> and, and don't worry, we're not. But <laughs> you could say human rejection can be God's protection 
and God's redirection. Oh, that's good. He would do it again. Human protection. Human rejection. Rejection. Okay. Can be God's protection mm-hmm. and God's redirection. Oh, or something ah, like that's that. That's good. That was just spontaneous. No, that so, was good. I mean, I'm sure we can. Yes. Tweak it when we that, do our rap song. That's a good one too. I don't rap. Me either. Okay. So that about wraps it up yes, for it this does. time, but we, we have another one. Oh, we do? Okay, good. Because I want to talk about how we respond. We've talked some about that, yes. but a little more specifically about how should we respond to rejection. Okay. Sounds good. All right. We'll see you guys back. next week. Thanks for joining us today. If this podcast encouraged you, it might encourage someone else too. So please share it and share some hope.